My name's Emrys. My name's Gabe. And welcome to a digital proof of our existence. Oh, welcome everybody to episode two. My, my guy left. What yeah. the? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, oh. oh. I fucked up. I'm back. What's up? Oh, uh, there he is. Can we restart? And there he is. Can we restart? I, I mean... <laughs> Justin, fuck off. I just left because you left. I know. It goes on speaker if it's on video, so I'm going to put this my video to the ceiling. You won't see it. All right. Yeah, it's all good. Thank you. Alright, sorry, I fucked it up. <clears throat> I'm gonna be quiet now. I mean, don't, because be like, the whole point is that we have a conversation. Alright, okay, I'm back. <laughs> Alright, we're back, boys. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess this is like episode two. Um, Amen to that. So, uh, how about how about uh, we just we just introduce our, our guest here today? We got to we got to one of our good friends, Ben. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, and that's the only guest. And, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just you know, me, Emrys, and me, Gabe, buddy Gabe as well. Yeah. Um. So, I was thinking, I was thinking we would start off the conversation today uh, by just talking about school. Um. I know that Ben, you you just recently moved into a into a dorm and starting your first semester at uh, at uh, like Bishops, right? Yep. Um, and we all, we all, all of us in our group of friends have some pretty interesting opinions, uh, about school, and, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's something that n none of us can really seem to come to full agreement on, but, uh, I, I mean, that's, that, that's what makes the whole thing interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I don't know, Ben, let's, 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 let's just hear some of your perspective. Uh, what, uh, what, starting this semester, what are you, what are you studying, man? I'm studying psychology right now, first semester, got in yesterday, um, first time living with a roomie, first time living on a campus, uh, so far so good. Damn. Is it weird, is it, is it like weird for you living with the roomie? Yeah, it's fucking weird, it's the first time I've had to live with a stranger. Yeah, and like, so sleep. you guys each have like your own desks and stuff? Yeah, we got our own desks, got our own beds, the essentials, but... Alright, that's cool. What's up with the bathroom? I thought, because you were telling me that, like, there was going to be, like, a bathroom split with, like, two doors or something, but... Yeah, I thought place. I was getting a bog, so that's basically that situation where you have uh, two rooms and then they're uh, connected through a bathroom. I yeah. just straight up have one room with another guy in it. Alright. How did that happen? Bathroom. Did you not know? Like, how did that happen? I just fucked up. I just misinterpreted what the email was. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty pissed about that, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, hey, That's what my resume makes... experience was like, too. Yeah? Did you also get a roommate? Yeah, I got a roommate in my room, and I had another, another roommate that was also... It was like kind of an apartment style with two bedrooms. Okay, that's pretty true. had people in it. Yeah, um, like my room had another person, and then the other room had a person. So it was like four people living in one apartment. But yeah, that's an option. I have. people were sharing rooms. Okay. So do you guys, you two, just have like one shared bathroom, or what? Uh, no, the bathroom's kind of like a floor bathroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really shit too. It's only got one toilet, two showers, 
and the urinals are like right like literally like as you move the door if you were to piss you'd be hit by the door <laughs> it's fucking garbage but whatever have you had any classes yet uh no classes start on wednesday it's uh monday right now so two days oh, okay cool what yeah. classes do you have um i got some pretty interesting ones i'm looking to change them around tomorrow let me look at my schedule um i got some basic stuff um I'm trying to get into brain and behavior so that's basically just how uh, <clears throat> the um actual physical brain itself impacts you know behavior and i'm assuming yeah. emotionality and stuff like that that's cool uh, i might get some a uh electives for philosophy of art and philosophy of um who's the other one a couple of philosophy electives i might take um I'm having a hard time pulling up my schedule, though. Let's Are you going back to school next semester, Emrys? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. So that's in like three weeks, though. So I'm I'm just chilling for now. Oh, okay. Do you think you're gonna stick with school? I remember you were telling me that you were like not super sure. Well, I mean, like right now, I'm in I'm in. Uh, I'll be going into the second semester of a of a woodworking program. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it's an artistic, artistic woodworking program with, uh, with a focus on furniture making. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting given, uh, like the, the stuff out. that we're learning Mike. in like, uh, in actual like woodworking stuff is pretty, wait, hold on. Brent, mute your mic. <laughs> what? Where did everyone go? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's going on? No. Also, like, well, I was I told that you were just gonna listen in, and then you just hear you laughing in the background. So I don't know if it's going on. Can I be a little shit, Bryn? Oh Can yeah, I be you a speaker. Do you want to talk? I mean, I think he's distracted. He sounds a little bit distracted. I think. Me. No, Ben. Ben. Uh, just lagged out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's typing right now? Shh, I'm gonna mute myself. Can I be the referee? You're not live, right? This is just like practice time. Bryn, you're the opposite I mean, of referee. No, you completely no, fucking derailed. No, yeah, Bryn, you're been recording you're... for the past little while. Yeah. Quiet now. I'm quiet. I'm controlled. I'm reformed. Okay. Well, should we just restart? Yeah. Well, I mean, no. We we, we can keep going. I can just. I guess you can just cut it out. And, uh, okay. What were we yeah, even talking? Uh, what were we talking about? I was I was talking about uh. Oh, yeah, of course. Working program. Yeah. Uh, Bryn, can you just like like mute the mic? Yes. Yes. I'll mute my mic. Tight. Thanks, man. Okay. Uh, there it is. Uh, yeah, so 
right now I'm in this woodworking program with a focus on furniture making. Mm -hmm. And while the whole woodworking aspect is really fun and, and I guess, enriching, yeah. in the sense that you know there's there's a lot of new information we learn, and it's it's a fun manual skill to be able to do and execute. Um, uh, future prospects with it aren't exactly fantastic. Really, I guess like people are mostly buying furniture from like big conglomerates nowadays. Well, yeah, I mean it's like think furniture, and what do you think of? It's IKEA. usually IKEA. <laughs> I just got a buttload of IKEA, dude. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I feel like furniture making was like kind of a more important um, like job when IKEA didn't use it. Or oh, just sure. or just major you know furniture companies. Well, I'm sure there's still a niche for uh, some handmade furniture and stuff. Definitely. Yeah, that's it's the like... thing is it's niche. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. As long as you find that market, it should be okay. Well, it, it's a thing is that, like anyone would appreciate a handmade piece of furniture, but no, like almost no one is ready to, is prepared to pay the true market price for it. Yeah. That's just fucking expensive. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like, let's say for me making a, like, if I were to make like a, a kitchen table, yeah, I I would have to charge like four to five grand. Yeah. If if it's like if it's like a like a really nice, super clean, super well executed kitchen table and chairs, uh, out of like uh, hardwood, yeah, it'd be like crazy expensive. Yeah. 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 So, so what what other uh, prospects are you thinking of? Um, I have been toying with the idea of going to uh, going to school in in design for a while. Yeah. Um, but I mean that's that's a university uh, that's a university education versus a college education, um, which is like the difference in price is enormous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not exactly an easy choice to make. What are the prospects of that? Like when you graduate. That I don't exactly know, so it's 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 kind of it's kind of difficult to say. Yeah. Um, however, I mean, it's like just it being a bachelor's degree as opposed to just a, a CEGEP college degree. Yeah, that's a pretty um, big difference. Goes, yeah, goes a lot farther in terms of life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ben? Do you think you're gonna like? Do you have any idea what you're gonna do after your degree? Yeah, uh, I talked to a financial advisor recently. <clears throat> Apparently, um, <clears throat> you can pretty much in Quebec, after you're declared a uh, an independent, which is basically if you've moved away for I think at least two years, or if you're married, or if you've completed yeah. your bachelor's, you're pretty much completely subsidized for um, your education. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just with like with that and already intending to going into academia into psychology and stuff i'm pretty much just going all the way uh and then maybe uh drifting off into some things like kind of i'm interested in close to psychology or wait sorry uh, what do you mean about the subsidy thing like if you've got a sage degree and you've been living not at home for two years um well basically there's three conditions either you're married or you've been okay. living on your own for two years okay or you've completed your bachelor's 
Yeah. And you have to do all three, or you have to do one of those three? Just just one of those three, and they'll basically pay for your education in Quebec. Really? Uh, I don't know about to, that. You'll have to send us those uh, yeah. information, because I've never I think, like, that. most people have been moved out for two years. Hey, I'm just delivering the message from the SAJAP academic, uh, financial advisor. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I've been moved out for, like, six years, so... Yeah, well, you actually have to you have to do the work. Like, you have to go and look for it and get it. The, is that just, true? She told me that a lot of people don't know about it, so it just goes unclaimed. Who is okay. who are the people handing out this money exactly? The government. Who who do I talk to to get my money though? <laughs> like, I need a phone <laughs> this number. Is where, this like, is where Bryn joins in. <laughs> Uh, it just go to, I don't know, I think it's Quebec students or something like that, or government Quebec, and, I don't know, I, I have to, some shit to do, I was supposed to do it, um. I'll look I, that up, that sounds, that sounds good if that's a thing. Yeah, I missed the deadline, though, it was, like, December 31st for, like, this semester, uh, but I was only gonna get loans, um, like, really low interest, but, yeah. Hmm. Because, I mean, that'd be that'd be fantastic. Yeah, like, and I'm figuring, you know, like, I just want to get deep into academia, um, you know, on this topic of school. I mean, I don't know, like, I've only been here for a little bit, but I'm hoping there's a lot of really interesting-minded, you know, intellectually-minded people that I can engage with and, you know, go the distance and just go fucking knee-deep into ideas. Damn. That, like, like, uh, acad like, when you say academia, do you mean, like, in terms of research and... Uh, doing studies and that kind of stuff in in the field of psychology. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just like kind of do that, like m maybe the, with the potential of uh, teaching or even open uh, or kind of a different path, but, like opening up uh, your own practice kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think the the um, kind of rough draft right now is um, I'll probably have everything set up set up to be. Uh, a therapist so I'll have my own clients um, mm -hmm. I'd probably like to be a prof for some time too um, and I'm really interested in this stuff so I wouldn't be surprised at some point if I get really captured by one of these ideas and you know just be a prof for that you know okay. when I get to my PhD or whatever and uh, yeah and then I really like the idea you know I think um, you know maybe it won't be YouTube in like seven or nine years or whatever but whatever it is you know getting myself out there and maybe getting an audience i think is really cool too who knows what education is going to look like then um not to bring in you know like a controversial controversial uh entity or whatever, like guy but like i think what jordan peterson has done is really cool um I think, uh, you know, the future of university seems to be, like, why is it that you would reteach the same thing over and over again um, to a small class when you can just, like, really get an hour down or two hours down of lecture, you know, film it and get everything you need, and then you can just get that online or whatever. I don't know. The future of universities, I think, is really interesting. I think it's it's going to be de destabilized some, somewhere in the next couple of decades because it, it's not – it doesn't make any sense to do it the way it is now. Do you think but... it's going to happen all at once, or do you think it's going to be kind of a gradual transition to, like... Probably going to be gradual. It's when it's money money gets in there. Once someone gets the, uh, you know, the concept right, and it starts really working, I think, you know, people are going to yeah. abandon the universities more and more. And uh, Yeah, I feel like it's... Like, that, right? 
I feel like it's going to take like a have to take like a serious cultural shift for that to happen though, because like even employers and even like you know millennials and baby boomers are only going to hire you if you have some sort of like you know degree. So it's going to have to like incorporate some well, sort I, of like I, I don't know because like we've been seeing that that kind of cultural shift already like like starting to happen already. Like uh, a whole lot of a whole lot of like employers just even are, are, are hiring people more and more before they before they even finish their bachelor's degree, especially in the tech sector where um, good talent is hard to find and they just try to get anyone they can because like with new technologies emerging all the time, uh, you can't just put out a jobs uh, like like a job like a job posting that's like, oh you need uh, you need four to five years experience and in a topic that's only been out for like six months. Yeah, that um, makes sense. But but tech is only one industry, you know. That sure. Um, but I mean, that being said, like, there's still a huge destabilization in in the way that people are perceiving school and university. Yeah. Uh, it, simply because information is so easily available online, and tech having like a huge, huge, like huge, huge part in that. Yeah, I totally yeah, agree. Sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, why would you exclude um, the guy who's completely online taught that's way better than the guy who's, like, you know, old-style university taught? When I think it's just because it's hard to, hard to prove, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, but we'll figure it out. Once someone figures it out, it's just going to it's gonna shift in, like, less than a decade. Yeah, maybe, like, standardized testing or something. Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. Like, I was just thinking, I would much rather than what I'm doing now, I would much rather have, like, a mentor, you know, like, someone I personally know, and he just kind of um, shows well, that's what it's like when you get into master's and your, and your doctorate. You have, like, a... Yeah, but even then... That works with you every single day. Yeah, I guess I, I'm not too familiar with that, so I can't exactly say. But, I don't know, I, I kind of uh, romanticize that. I think that would be a lot cooler to learn from, like, someone that really knows his shit and you just kind of follow him around and you get the real deal instead of this kind of like um one stage removed university where it's like i'm not genuinely interacting with the field you know i'm kind of hearing it yeah. from people that are that have learned to teach and it's like i'd rather just learn from someone who's straight up just in this yeah but at the same time i feel like people that that have like learned how to teach things will do a better job teaching people that are like let's say engineers that are like how to be really good engineers but don't necessarily know how to like how to get information across, you know? I mean, potentially, yes, but it also depends on, on like, people's learning styles, too. Because, like, there's, like, people learn, a, like, a huge variety, a variety of different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that, personally, I, like, I like to kind of, like, take some time alone to, like, go and assimilate information, just kind of, like, try and find as much information about the topic or surrounding the topic as I can, just soak it up. Whereas some people really like to be, like, guided through it step by step and then they just completely get it and understand mm -hmm. um it's there's it's really hard well it, like therein lies the issue of standardized test uh, standardized testing it's really hard to kind of like like encompass everyone in the huge variety of different kind of people and learning styles and abilities and teaching styles and abilities into one kind of unified format mm-hmm it, it it just makes things difficult but also like makes makes technologies and prospects like AI and stuff like that huge potentials and avenues for let's say online learning and um, s potentially stuff like 
um, semi-standardized te uh, semi testing and benchmarking of people's abilities. Uh, so interesting. Yeah, for sure. What do you guys think about like true AI? You think it's a good thing? Sentient or none? <laughs> What's well, hard to distinguish, right? Yeah. Um. I I definitely. I mean, I don't know. I think. Uh, I think anyone who really knows about it would tell you that it's kind of a wild card. Um, because once it has achieved, you know, uh, uh, the capability of able to reprogram itself, the exponential rate at which it'll like be able to change yeah. what you're like the course of which that will take, right? Like, um, is, is super unpredictable. Um, but it, like, I think it's fascinating to see what that can do. That I mean, that's for like if it reaches like a singularity level kind of. AI. Other yeah. than that, I, I don't see how it's... I mean, it's going to destabilize a shit ton of industries, and I think that kind of goes into the education thing. You know, what are we going to be doing in schools um, when basically everything that's taught to us, you know, an AI will be able to do uh, much better. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see, you know... Um, there's some quote or something like that that some guy says that, you know, once AI really gets up and running, um, they'll be able to answer everything uh, much better than any human but it'll yeah. be up to human to ask the right, uh, yeah, ask the right questions. And I'm yeah. all up for that. You know, I think that's a fascinating future where we teach people to think and uh, really be as creatively energized as possible, you know, and get some cool stuff made. Here's, here's my question. Do you think AI is or would be biased? Towards what? I don't know. Cause like just in general. Like, uh, well, everything is biased, right? And that needs a little bit more um, definition. Well, let's say, because like bias, bias is simply like a, a slight modification of your answer or your perception of things based on your personal experience or um, your, uh, or your like goals and aspirations, kind of thing. Yeah, I think it would depend on how much how much knowledge it has of the subject. Hmm. You know, how much knowledge it has of of each side. You know, like if it's given a bunch of information to support one argument, it'll probably favor that argument if it's not given any information about the other side of the argument. Yeah, I suppose so. Yes, it depends on like which is essentially how bias is formed, I guess, even in humans. Yeah, it's like you have experience in one thing. And you form your opinions around that one experience that you have. So I guess it depends, like, what experience... Humans are emotional, though. And AI probably wouldn't be emotional. There yeah. isn't the chemical aspect to it. Yeah, sure, but there's still the informational aspect of it. Yeah. Which I think is just as, if not more important. Hmm. Now, I guess then... I, I guess then the interesting like what could be interesting is would would true sentient AI have emotions? No, I don't or think could so. Could they have them? Well, as someone who's studying psychology, by the way, ah. um, don't you have to have the chemical <laughs> aspect? For Here we go. <clears throat> uh, it depends what you mean um, by emotion. Like some people believe that you know if you reach a certain level of computational complexity, consciousness just kind of arises out of that. And um, 
awareness or whatever we call awareness is just kind of a, uh, I don't know, an emergent property of that, which isn't um, actually apart from anything we would consider cold and kind of dead. Like we are cold and dead, but we're, we think we're not, it's arbitrary, right? Like as the experiencer, it gets really fucking trippy. Um, but I would, I would argue that yes, like if um, the AI would have enough computational, you know, capabilities, it would have an equivalent of an emotion. It'd probably have different characteristics than our own, but it would definitely have its own, uh, I guess, biases. Like it would lean towards making, you know, it would make one answer over another. And it's like, what do you call that, right? Like what we used to do that through emotions is some version of intuition, which includes all kinds of inputs, right? That we um, consider and whatnot on an unconscious level. And then the AIA would just do that in a way, um, same thing, but it would probably just be able to do it better. Hmm. Like, like then like another question that comes to mind is like, would, would an AI have preferences? Like, like, like a sentient AI, would, would they have preferences and, uh, you know, likes and dislikes the same that, let's say, we would? Well, I think it, 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 it has to start with what do we, why are we creating it, right? Like, if we have one AI created by the military, another one created by business, another guy, you know, who's just some guy in his basement or whatever. Because, like, when you're making an AI, you basically start with a seed, you know, you press that's enter. What, that's and what I was kind of getting to when I was talking about what information we give it, because I think that is essentially going to determine what it what it does. Right, and what information yeah. it's looking for, and why. Exactly. Right? These are all going to exactly. be, yeah. So I think it depends. Like, if it's given all the information in the entire world, then, you know, that would be an interesting um, question of, like, if it would have um, preferences. Yeah, like, 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 I'm just thinking in my mind, it's like kind of a classic sci-fi, like Skynet kind of thing where it's like, we give an AI, we, we just give an AI access to the internet. It's like, here, mm-hmm. uh, take the keys, check it out, tell us what you think. Yeah. And then what would, what would come out of that? <laughs> a lot of fucking it, memes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what would memes arise out of? If we gave an AI access to the internet and told it to tell us what it thinks. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, there's the theory that uh, AI is already, like sentient AI has already been created and it's just... it's Disguising uh, itself as memes? Well, <laughs> no, it's just sub... Um, sub-perceptible, right? Like, if it has such an understanding that it doesn't, you know, being perceived, it can easily bypass that, kind of like an invisible, like, jet plane or whatever, but the equivalent to whatever a human mind can perceive. And it's already, like, Uh manipulating subtly through the internet and stuff like that, and it's already created, it's already moving down its master path. Maybe. I feel like it would be way fucking easier for it to do that, though. I feel like with the amount of shit that's hooked up to the internet... It could like it could just do anything it wanted. It wouldn't really need to like you know like be careful. Like what 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 would we even do if there was an AI on the internet? Like how would we even try and stop that? Like unplug the internet, I guess. Just a massive EMP. Back <laughs> in the Stone Ages, guys. Yeah. 
Actually, that that brings up something super interesting for me. Do you guys are you more on the like for the future? You know, bring up the technology technological revolution, or are you starting to? I know some people now. Like Kate was kind of telling me, like she was like, I kind of just want to go back to um, you know the good old days, whatever. Um, you know, you just live on a farm, whatever. Going back to nature. You guys mm-hmm. feeling any of that, or is it? Because I'm definitely. I think I think as humans. Technology. We need a good balance. Like, I feel like if we're completely enveloped in technology, I think naturally we're going to feel weird. Like, I feel like humans, like, that's why there are trees in cities, you know? Like, I feel like if it's too urban and too, like, technological, um, we're going to feel think, weird. I think the end game of technology, though, won't feel mechanical. It'll feel natural. I think that's what technology yeah, is going to go sense. into. It's going to it's be like more. Perfect. It's going to feel like it's back to the land, but it'll just be more advanced technology. I really like yeah. that idea. Or we'll yeah, integrate it with to such a degree that it will be um, undistinguishable, right? Because we'll be completely mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, integration. Well, like we're forming technology to meet what we want, essentially. So that that does make sense. Like eventually, it'll get well, to the point where it'll we'll have like complete control over whatever we want it to do, whether. You know, we think it's gone too far or not. I mean, just just like just like think of think of apps and technology. You know, it's like you you immediately know when like an app is super janky and just like really badly designed. It's like you, you can feel it, and there's like kind of, kind of like this visceral reaction where you're just like, oh, like fuck this. I don't want I don't want to use this. This is like a pain in the ass, and it's like it sucks. And it's like it's it's not doing what it should do. I feel like most of our intuitive are like everyday technology is like that though. Computers, yeah, and Anything with the screen? Yeah. To, to a certain extent. I mean, it's like, it, it, it depends on your level of, like, proficiency with the technology and your level of familiarity with uh, the different, like, I mean, just, let's say, like, Windows or whatever. Or even just, like, uh, like, like the iPhone or Android. Um, like, different people have different experiences with those based on their previous experience with either respective operating system imagine though technology technology though is just like a it's like a rock and you pick it up and it turns into anything you want it to be that would be that would be better than windows that would be more intuitive than windows yeah (laughs) you guys ready for imagination time imagination <laughs> hey no that that would be the perfect integration of, of, of technology where it's just like your imagination will just create wherever the fuck you want actually yeah yeah oh, that's kind of terrifying yeah exactly <laughs> that could also yeah. be a matrix thing where you're not actually physically present in the technology you're just in your head in the technology and then we could go even further and say what if that's what's going on right now what if like if we're already in the matrix or we're leading to that point yeah like what if what if like each every one of us is already in like some weird fucking ai technology simulation i mean that could be the end game of our current technology too yeah that's what i mean how do we know that we're not already there and we're living in it right now yeah that is a consideration okay and like the universe has existed for so fucking long it could totally be that you know yeah true yeah you do have a point there gabriel but i mean let's say that is the end game of of our technology if we get to that point where do we go from there 
And that's the end of part one of episode two of the podcast. Uh, We'll be back next week with episode three, a continuation of this wonderful conversation. See you soon.